Hey, Garrett. Yeah, Boca. What's your stance on 9-11? Uh, it was, it was, it was bad, man. We lost, uh, we lost a lot of our best guys that day. You know, they said never forget, but my memory is kind of spotty. Hi, I'm Boca. And I'm, I don't know, man. I got nothing. <laughs> oh, and welcome to the down bad boys, AKA the bromance podcast. That's two dudes talking about romantic comedies. Cause love is dead. Movies are real. And Kumail Nanjiani has a really interesting life. It seems today we're joined by a very special guest. Somebody who's been just begging for years, even to come on this podcast. Uh, you know, close personal friend, recipients of many Twitter memes, my favorite intern ever. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Paige Parker. Paige, how are you doing? Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> you, you seem to, okay, you weren't begging to get on the podcast. You said one time, oh, that'd be fun. Um, that's, 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 and, then that's, I, and then I turned you down twice after being like, actually, I can't make it. And I still cannot make it. And then I delayed. Because you were in a bridal party, right? I was. I was recently in a wedding um, yeah. with my good friend, and we've been friends since. No, don't tell me that part. How was the wedding? <laughs> it's it like, oh, I love her. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It went. It went very quick, though. Did Did anybody interrupt when they said, uh, "Speak now, forever, hold your peace"? No, but I was holding my breath. Like I didn't think he was actually going to say that. He's like, because, like, don't invite it. it yeah, really. Yeah, you see it in the movie, but you never like at the, all the other weddings I've been to, like they never do that. So I was like, oh, he's not going to say it. And then it like got quiet. And then like, I'm, I was like the third one closest to the bride. So I'm like, yeah. my eyes are looking around and I'm like, is someone like actually going to say something? But then the moment was over. I hate wedding interruptions, but them saying that that's fun. That spices it up. Them actually asking yeah. the question. It's like, oh, yeah, everyone's big. It's going to happen. It's now the time. Everyone gets a yeah, little bit nervous. I like the bride and groom are probably like, wait. Do you Did you invite Derek? Who do you think will say? <laughs> and someone's in the back like, Stella! It's like, not him. We went on two dates. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So you chose this movie. You are the reason we did this. Yes. So what movie are we doing today? We are reviewing The Big Sick. Yay. What's your relationship with this film? Um, I think when it was nominated, oh gosh, I forget which, of course, award show. Um, Oscars? I saw like, yes, <laughs> probably. I saw the trailer and then, mm-hmm. of course, like during live coverage for E! and like the other red carpet shows, they would keep playing the trailer and then they would interview the cast. And I was like, oh, you know, it does seem like a fun movie. I think my biggest tie to it is that vampire, uh, the Vampire Weekend song was on the trailer and it was like it's a song i really like um and so i was like yeah maybe i should just watch this movie so that was not like it was it was kind of a deciding factor i will say i was not nearly as personal as i was uh expecting garrett have you seen this movie before yeah i did i saw when it came out okay Um, yeah it's pretty i remember i was like what, what, I think I like actually had just gone through a breakup and I was like went to took myself out to the movies and like sat down and was like it was actually a pretty dope time I remember really liking it and I watched it the second time now and I was like still a very well-made movie but fuck everything you know okay okay yeah. so it was a pick-me-up and then it was trying to be consoling but not consoling yeah there we go yeah it was it's when it's that moment well we well whatever I mean it, we're gonna deep through the movie but like that that the when she when she comes out of the coma and then that's her first reaction i was like dude just <sighs> that's not stung it fucked me up man it fucked me up yeah all right so so let's go ahead and get into it uh because i'm day drinking so there's only so much time i have i'll be coherent on this one um Love that. yeah so kumail um you, when an actor gets to keep the real name in a film, you know, I, it's very main character energy. Yeah. yeah. This is about me. And so yes. Roseanne, Will Smith, etc. All right. So Kamel, he's playing an Uber driver in Chicago, um, Pakistani American uh, immigrant, uh, struggling stand up comedian. And uh, his parents are like, oh, when are you going to do the LSAT? And oh, you're over for like Sunday lunch. We're like, oh, I wonder who that could be. And young uh, Pakistani American women who are in the arranged marriage circuit are being brought to him. He's just like, man, no. And I, it was so rude. So ungrateful. Yeah. 
Paige, would you would you be willing to participate in a arranged marriage setup like that? It's different for the women too. Um, I'm gonna have to say no. It's it, it, yeah. It doesn't give me a great vibe for the woman nor the man. Mm. Um, I do understand that it is part of a culture. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's definitely definitely different. Garrett, how about you? How did you perceive or feel about the arranged marriage setup? That well, he had it great. He just goes to lunch, and then somebody, a possible suitor, comes to him every week. That's why I was like, "You're being a dick." All right. Yeah. Also, though, it'd be like if you like let your parents run like a dating app for you, or like take over your hinge and then mm. find you a mate. Like I'm like, I don't think Carol can do it. Like I don't have faith. I don't have faith. You know. Yeah. Who Who I'm would like, your mother set you up with? Oh God. Um, with all the peace and love in the world, I'd say like someone like very boring and sweet and like so non-threatening. Nice what? So say nice it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like co- conversationally uninteresting, but like good with moms. So I'd be like, I think she'd nail the mom portion. So the mom would be like, this is a sweet young lady that'll be good for my son. And then you'd like go out to dinner and be like, I'm going to euthanize myself, you know? <laughs> My thing was this. Obviously, it's not like, it wasn't, when we think arranged marriage, we think it's, hey, here's one person, this is happening, good luck. No, this was just a different app that he has a stack, and he's allowed to say no, but he's not even reading the bios. And I'm like, you're, now you're being a dick. That's, that's a good point. My thing was for him but like you said, when you say arranged marriage, you think like you're putting someone on the doorstep and it's like, okay, you're forced to really do this. It, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, pick of the litter. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's gathering all these photos. My thing was why gather and keep the photos? Mm. You're really not interested. And you know that like. You he's not circling back. Like, yeah. Like, I don't think he's going to go back to those. Yeah. So why would he keep them? But anyways. We can yeah. Continue. No, that was definitely a plot device. And so for me, I was like, oh, this is this is great. Somebody because even like, for example, I myself have no faith in my parents to pick out somebody who I actually fall in love with. But whatever, I'll read the thing. And then like they could fuck up and, you know, broken clock twice a day. So you could have accidentally like there was that one girl in the end who's like, oh, she was great. But anyway, meanwhile, what is out here disrespecting these Pakistani American women? He's out here hollering at white women in the comedy club. Uh, doing his uh set was this set even good? Was this comedy good? There's no good com- like the, the actual stand up bits in this movie. I think they were trying to make very indicative of like you're starting out in comedy and trying your best, and so are all your peers. So it was just like it wasn't even mid. It was just like people trying their best. Mm. No, but like, then I do remember at one point like vi- like having like a somewhat belly laugh, but I don't know if it was his stand up or just like parts of the movie. Right. Yeah. Like the movie's funny, but it wasn't like that movie Funny People with Adam Sandler, where it's like mm-hmm. they're they show like actual professional stand-up like at the level of I'm a headliner. Whereas yeah. in this, I I think they intentionally wrote it like just shittier sets. Yeah. And some of the people's like, oh, the whole joke is like Camille's roommate sucks at comedy, and this is one guy. Yeah. People say Sam, who like everyone knows is like, man, his shit's the same every time, but it's like the CBS network of comedy. Um and so at one night at the comedy show, um, he meets this girl. Uh, she is a psychology student at the University of Chicago. She's from North Carolina. Garrett, it's been a while. What's that name? Oh, God, oh Jesus. Uh, He's like, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> uh, she's what's the, her name? Yes. The lead person in the movie. The entire reason for the thing that we're watching. Paige, yeah, yeah. I see the shock on your uh, face, but this is what I deal with every week. Yeah. You don't even know her name. It's Camille's no. wife in real life. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, my headphones just did like a bloop bloop. Um, I got nothing. I, I'm going to go with something simple. I'm going to go with something that's like basic. I know it was like Emma or something. I'm not even close. Is oh, that your God. final answer? Is there, do I even have a brain palace for this? I don't. I'm going with like Emma or like Becky or some shit. <laughs> it's Emily. Oh, come on. Half credit, half point. You get you get a half, half point. point. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, and Camille's that's just was a, real life. That's his real life wife. Well, that, not her, but this not is her, their story. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Based on okay. And the name, yeah. Emily. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, after the show, he has a one night stand with Emily, the psychology student, and she's like, "Oh, I can't do this right now. I'm not trying to see anybody romantically." Um, and he he's like, "Oh, that's fine because I have a two day rule. I can't see somebody two days back to back." Um, he turns out to be her Uber driver home, which is like, yeah, you need to turn that shit off whilst you're having intercourse. Yeah. Really. yeah before your phone that just blows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I, I, how did you feel about Emily page? Um, I mean, I, in a way I was like, Oh, I understand. Like she's, a student so she needs to focus on school but I feel like that's always a cop-out answer of like oh I'm just not really dating right now so like mm-hmm. yeah just go with that not like oh I have yeah. something going on like I just don't want to date like that's perfectly fine yeah. and that's a perfectly good thing to say to someone um I didn't feel like her character was like a standout or anything new that I've ever seen though mm-hmm. yeah Garrett rebuttal well not necessarily no, rebuttal yeah yeah, I don't really have like I she was fine. She but like I didn't really the weird thing about this is like I'm, I'm not sure if it's a casting issue or what, but like there's just no chemistry between them ever for me. Like I was like, I don't really like it's well written and you're both doing the best with the stuff that you have, but there just wasn't any like I didn't feel like there's a lot of like sexual chemistry or like romantic chemistry that much. Mm. Uh, and like this I don't think it was the script's fault. I just think it just wasn't. I don't know. It just didn't hit for me. That's actually a very good point. I now thinking about it. Yeah. They seemed to be like happy to date and like be, but it wasn't like, I can't be without you or like super torn apart when she goes through like what she goes through and then like after. So yeah, I would agree with that. My problem I'm thinking and realizing is I have face blindness for chemistry uh and it's like i can't tell we've, we've done this is our 79th or 80th rom-com and i'm uh, and if you ask me every single one i was like yeah the couple's fine yeah the couple's fine it's like i can't tell when they got it like what's what's a page does any movie occur he's like oh now that rom-com couple that's some chemistry there's horniness i'm thinking like boomerang right when you got fucking uh, eddie murphy and uh robin gibbons uh yeah, i would say like um oh gosh what's that movie not not no strings attached uh friendship uh, benefits yes like, <laughs> you can tell them apart yeah because <laughs> they're basically the same just with each other's or like at least ashton and mila um like i thought they had great chemistry i'm trying to think of like another rom-com that i'm super into i mean how to lose a guy in 10 days is always like a go-to for me and i felt like they have great chemistry um that movie's more infuriating I think when you find the chemistry, there's a banter there that you're for me. I'm like wondering, is it in the script? Like you watch script? Love Island. I did watch season three, Love Island UK. I'm tired of women talking about banter. I've seen it so much on hinge. I'm just hearing it in real life. It's like, they got to have the bants. I'm like, you didn't go to Hogwarts. Like banter. It's not mind you, the concept of banter. I love uh, that's okay. what, yeah, no, it's, it's just the, the, the I, popularization of the word. It's so obvious where it came from, and it's it's okay. making me laugh a little I bit. Always use that word. Oh, you're you're ahead of the curve on banter. I'm ahead of the game. I'll, we'll take your word for it. Um, yeah. So Garrett, uh, we're not Garrett. Uh, Emily and Kumail they start fucking, and I guess they're dating. Um, it was poorly defined from the start, and it, it began unexpectedly, of course. Kumail doesn't tell his family because fearful that they'll disown him. Um, which I'm like, yeah, I don't tell my parents. Yeah, I mean, Gary, you tell your parents about your dating and stuff. Yeah, I've been pretty much done most of my life. Oh my god, Jesus, man! Dude, I've been down t- bad. I can't. I can't. I, I have no personality. They know. They know though. They know when I date. They know when things are going well. They know when things are going bad. I, I don't. I don't go into like sex and shit, but everything else they know. How early into dealing with somebody do you tell your parents about them? Mm, let's say like improperly in a relationship with them then i'm like well, sure. it's defined it, like your boyfriend girlfriend yeah up until that point 
there was only one person that I didn't because they were so insane before anything started that I was just like, you got to hear this fucking story. But outside of mm-hmm. that, I never really tell them. Yeah. All right. And Paige, how about you? Do you tell your parents about your dates and stuff? Um, I would say yes. Like if I, you know, we're going to go out and be like, oh, yeah, like I'm going on a date. I would. Yeah, I would say that and probably just leave it as is. And then if they asked how it went, yeah. I would like give detail. But um, unless I'm like super keen on it, then I wouldn't I wouldn't say anything. You know? Oh, so the more interesting you are, you are, the less like you are to tell your parents. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> and then meanwhile, like, I, I relate to this movie so deep. It's like, hey, a guy who just habitually lies to his parents. I'm like, I'm with you, Kamel Nanjiani. All right. So it's like this but then it comes to a head here in the movie because like, all right, they've been together for five months. Um, and then she finds the the bin, the tin of all the women. Like we said, why did you keep box. this? Yeah, the cigar box of women's uh, physical profiles. There should definitely be an app for matchmaking now in the way, whatever. She finds it and he's like, First, like, oh, why do you have all these photos? Okay, fine. Your parents are matchmakers, but do they know I exist? Because I was just trying to get you to meet my parents. They don't. Okay, my feelings would be hurt. It's been half a year. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think what was definitely difficult was when she was like, well, do you just not see a future for us whatsoever? Because, I mean, that goes back to the point of like, why are you keeping those photographs? Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, you know that big. there's no future with these women. So like, yeah, you would definitely want to see a, fe- see a future with Emily. How would you tell her no? Like, oh, I can't lose my family when it's like, you're kind of already at that point. Yeah. You know, you're not going to commit to anything that like your family actually wants. Yeah. I would, I would assume, or I get the impression that like in his head, he thought that one day he would say, fine. One day he would roll over and like pick one, either from the bin or from a fresh candidate. Um, and so then maybe that's why he kept it. That is true. I did yeah. like the last candidate that came. Around. Yeah, she was dope. Nice. She was the really one who cool. did the magic trick. Yes. Oh, she was great. Yeah, she was yeah. really great. And I was yeah. like, he, he could, you know, they're like, oh, love can, can come afterwards. It's like easily she did the magic trick. Like she was charming <laughs> with the family. Like, yeah, you guys will have something to talk about compared to probably the other women that just stopped by. Yeah, but she she gets rejected, and we'll talk about her rejection a little bit because what happens? All right, Emily breaks up with them, right? Because you fucking lied and hid and have binders full of women, and that's a red flag. Um, and so, but sometime later, it's not clear how much time has passed. Sometime later, uh, Camille gets called in the middle of the night from uh, Emily's friend at U Chicago, who we met briefly. Um, and Emily's in the hospital, and she has a serious lung infection, right? And so the friends is like, "We have to go study. We're grad students," and it's like. Okay. I was about to say, could you not email your professor and be like, hey, our friend is like very sick in the hospital with a lung infection to be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we were like there all night, but like can't stay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're gonna, you know who will bring into the picture? Your ex. They'll, yeah. they'll, watch, they'll watch over you. I'd be pissed at my friends. I'd be like, you called my ex? Like, why don't you just stay at the hospital with me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, Gary, who's your emergency contact for the hospital? Oh, my mom. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess she's what, like an hour and a half, two hours away? Yeah, like maybe an hour 15 on a good day. So it's like, it's not too, it's not too inconvenient. I've realized like I need to update my emergency contact, right? I suppose since parents are like in Texas and I'm in California, that's uh, a whole plane and still, I guess, them very frequently. Yeah. yeah. That's the way. Paige, yeah. how about you? Who's your emergency contact? My emergency contact now is one of my good friends, Grace. Oh, that's nice. Is it the that's wedding grace? No, not wedding grace. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Camille's at the hospital and the doctor's there. It's, it's fucking ER. I was like, hell's yeah. Um, and it's like, yo, we have to intubate. And he's like, what does intubation mean? I'm like, this scrub doesn't know what intubation is. Uh clearly we're gonna have to you everyone knows intubation. You gotta get in there, you that open the true. airway. Yeah, he, he never watched house. And so you are you not you. I'm talking about uh, Camille right. Nanjiani. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Wait, Garrett, what's your medical show choice? House. Hells yeah. It's never lupus. Yeah. It's never been lupus. It never will be lupus. One episode, the season finale, they should have made lupus. It was it was lupus once. I don't think so. 
I know, I know it was. Oh, well, fuck. So, 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 I, let me let me say it with my chest when we're talking about house. Yeah. Um, fine. They intubate. They have to put her into a medically induced coma. Um, and then Kumail, you, she's knocked out. So he just takes her hand, puts her thumb on the thing, unlocks the iPhone, so she can, so he can call her parents. It income her parents. I love her parents. Garrett, how do you feel about the parents? They're dope. They're funny as shit. I also, I love Ray Romano when he's not on Everybody Hates Raymond or Ray or whatever the hell the show's loves called. Yeah. Everyone loves Raymond. Oh, yeah, everyone hates Chris. I got confused. Um, <laughs> like, I hate that show and I hate his whole character and I hate everything about it. But like, I like Ray Romano. So I know that's weird to say. It was just like the show didn't hit for me. And, uh, but yeah, he was great in this. Super great. Wife's dope. They're a good couple. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Hey, did you ever watch Everybody Loves Raymond? I would watch episodes in passing. It's kind of like when Friends is on and you're like, yeah. oh, Friends is on. Or I mean, yeah. everyone yeah. loves Raymond. Or Seinfeld's on and you just like have it. But I would agree with Garrett. Like, I'm not a Ray Romano fan on that show, but then I saw him in this mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, when you see someone in a new light, it's always different. So I, I, I guess I'm the lone defender of Everybody Loves Raymond. You know, that was, that was a good sitcom, I feel. I really enjoyed that. Rest in peace, uh, the old people from the show. Respectfully, I can't remember their names. But you know who I'm talking about. They've passed since. Um, yeah, his parents in the show. God, now I feel a little sad. Okay, so the parent show. Yeah, it's Ray Romano, who's like 6'6", and then Holly Hunter, who's like 4'11". I'm like, this is adorable. I love this. Um, and they know who Kumail is, because Emily... It has the unnatural thing where she communicates with her parents. And so, yeah, his name has come up. He's like, why the fuck are you still here? Um, but it's a mix of he feels guilty. Actually, yeah, why does he stay, Paige? Why does he stay in the hospital? I mean, I imagine that it's his guilt in wanting to be with her. Because, I mean, she did break up with him in the sense that she walked out. And he was like, no, I still like you. And I feel really bad. And then I imagine that, like, being in a coma and having this medical condition throws a loop into it. So it kind of tugs at your heart to where you're like, I feel compelled to stay because it went wrong with this person. They ended it. And I still like have feelings for them. That's, that's fair. I mean, Garrett, would you, if you were, if you were Emily's father, are you kicking Camille Nanjiani out? Yeah. I mean, I think it would be, you know, if someone shows up like that for my kid, like I'm not gonna, you know, kick him away. Mm. Okay. Well, Y'all, y'all are generous. Um, so he's he's there and he's just sticking it out. He could have at least been helpful and like, I'm the only person here who lives in Chicago. I'm showing up with like food and water and stuff. That's how you get in. Um, yeah. yeah, you show yeah, up at the hospital food. Hospital food. No one wants to do that. Panera bread is hospital food. Is that, is that good for Panera or bad for hospital? It's good for the hospital. It's bad for Panera. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, so... He's there, and the, oh wait, Garrett, these are bonus points. You don't have these. You're you're in a dark space. Yeah. But do you have the names of the parents? Yes. Holly Hunter and Ray Romano. What are those names? So I don't know Holly Hunter's name. I got nothing. I'm gonna go with Becky a second time. For Ray Romano, I think it was one of those like creepy names. Like it's one of those names that like no one <laughs> should be named. That it's like unisex, but in a way that makes you uncomfortable. Um, oh, the, the, that stupid um, uh, what's that stupid show that everyone likes and they're like stoned and then there's they go through time. Oh, the um, crap, the drunk uncle show. What's that show? Cartoon. What? I love uncle, that. I, a mad oh, scientist. Rick and Morty. <laughs> uh, scary ter- Terry. <laughs> I actually didn't remember their names. Bonus points. What other two prominent Holly Hunter, I would say film and TV show has she been in? Oh, cause you know, I, I, I can't do this cause I'm crossing the wires with Francis McDormand and they, 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 they are, they should please cut. They don't look the same, but they're both like strong white women under like five foot three. And so I'm like, yeah. Isn't she One is an animated kids movie. Oh. Holly Hunter's an animated kids movie. Oh, she's Mrs. Incredible. Yes. 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 Both and then those. Jared, I think you you touched on the other one. It's Succession. Yeah. She's in. She's in that. In- oh. 
Garrett watches Succession? I tried. <laughs> I was watching it, and then there was no reason to watch it because the person watching it didn't watch it anymore. So we're done watching the show. Oh, my God. Everybody's going to come back to the breakup, guys. That's just me for the foreseeable life. Hey, do you know who he is right now? Yeah. Who is he? he? He's fucking Jason Siegel in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down that vibe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got to get you to do a vampire opera, rearrange your apartment, and uh, yeah, montage this shit so I can have a good host, damn it. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, so Beth and Terry, um, they're with Kamel and they're, he's sticking around. Uh, they're like, hey, Kamel has a stand-up show. Let's go to that. He didn't have a stand-up show, but I guess he can just get time on stage whenever he wants. And he's doing a state, he's doing his set Yes, he's doing a tight five, and uh, this audience member just yells out like, "Go back to ISIS!" And it's a it was a record fucking scratch. It was so fucking awkward. Yeah, I yeah, just... yeah. And then the parents attack, and it's or Holly Hunter attacks. Oh, Holly Hunter really attacks. Yeah. yeah um. I'll... But then Ray Romano comes back, and he's our Terry. Mm-hmm. Um. Either or. And I, he definitely gets he gets very heated. You can tell that it it almost got so quiet to where I was like, I feel like this is one of those like very heated moments where you're like, like, holy shit, something's really going to happen. I don't know. Set this bitch off. Yeah. I was like, this goes like beyond just like filming purposes. I was like, he seems angry, like real life, angry acting theater. (laughs) Y'all, y'all just think he does sitcoms where he gets yelled at by his wife. No, Ray Romano has range. He's Yeah. And so the, the, the thing that really pissed me off though, all right, so like Camille Nanjiani is on stage. Uh, racist uh, dude is like, go back to ISIS. And Holly Hunter he tries to physically assault him, so she gets booted. He needs to get booted too. If I'm security, they're like, yeah, you're out too. That's fucked. Yeah, everyone's yeah, out. Yeah, that's the thing. It's that both parties are typically thrown out. Yeah, so he should have been thrown out as well. Um, but after that point, Holly Hunter likes him because after before that, she's like, man, you broke my daughter's heart. I hate you. Um and so the, those nice bond, they bonded over racism. Yeah. And then they had a heart heart. Yeah. 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 Cause like uh, Terry's asleep and they're like, so how'd you two meet? Cause they're so different. Cause Terry's from New York and she's from like North Carolina. Cause Kumail had to get through his head. It's like, well, Beth's family didn't like Terry. So maybe I could be, but they're already in the movie. There's talks about like, yeah. Um, Pakistani American folks who Chose a white woman being essentially excommunicated, exiled. Yeah. Paige, do your parents have any like nitpicks for who you would end up marrying? Oh gosh. Um, I don't think so. One time my dad had like a dream that I was like dating someone, or like it wasn't like someone we knew, but Mm. he just said that like I brought someone home that like he didn't enjoy. (laughs) And he got so upset that he like started breaking like our dishware in his dream and he woke up in a fright. Mm. Um, so I was like, Don't worry, like definitely not dating. So it's definitely okay. Um You have an older sister, that's yeah. So I don't think they have any like strict requirements um or like i don't know anything in mind mm-hmm. yeah no, this is this is explicitly an immigrant problem yes uh yeah. my parent but for, for me and it's been said explicitly it's not about like oh i must marry yeah, no i was gonna ask you what do have your parents ever thought of something like this i mean not arranged marriage Mm-mm. i think that would be extreme for them but yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, we don't do arranged marriage, but and we don't. I don't talk to my parents about these such things. I don't, as far as I know, I've never been on a date. Um, but wow. that's I've never, wild. I've never told them about a single date. So that's weird. Yeah, they've asked that's me. So wild. I've I've had female friends because growing up, my since sixth grade, I've had a close female friends. So like, are you dating so and so? I'm like, no. Uh, and then I think I told my mom at one point, like, I wouldn't tell you if I was, but also no. Um, I don't think she liked that. Um, but yeah, for them, it's not about her being Nigerian. But then my dad's like, yeah, we just pray that you find a good Catholic woman. <laughs> that's sweet. That's that's yeah, the, the primary. And I'm like, that's the goal. Ugh. That's the goal. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. It's, I mean, the numbers play in favor. Everyone's a lapsed Catholic, but whoo, any who. That is true. 
Yeah, it's a it's a big um, audience. And so while uh, Terry's snoring on the couch and Beth is learning to not hate Kamel Nanjiani, we're going to find out that things aren't necessarily going in the best direction for Emily in the hospital when we come back from this commercial break. And we're back. Breaking news. Emily's surgery sucked and the infection has spread to her kidneys. Ray Romano is heartbroken. Holly Hunter wants to move her to a new hospital. Garrett's still down bad, and Boca has his own stuff going on. Paige, how are you feeling? I'm feeling great. When you when you uh, thought uh, weeks ago, optimism. If <laughs> if you, that this is an audio experience, but if you could just see Paige's radiant face, just oozing joy and in future and glow, and uh, and just like limitless possibilities. Looking at Paige reminds me of when people used to tell me that I had potential, you know? Right? You know what? Oh, God, you're going to you're going to be somebody. And then you're like, oh, no, I grew up to be somebody. And now I don't think I'm going to be somebody. Old man, take a look at my life. I'm a lot like you. Nobody. Not you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's keep going. I'm going to slip my wrist after this. Um, Wait, you said mine. I'll slip yours. Hell yeah, brother. Suicide it's, pact. It's suicide. Not suicide. It's homicide. We found a Oh, loophole. true. Homicide yeah. pact. We still homicide. get to go to heaven. Hey! Right. So um, the infections in Emily's kidneys, right? And uh, Holly Hunter's like, well, let's move her to Northwestern. I'm like, Northwestern is good. Um, Kumail, you don't get to say. Terry disagrees. That's a deadlock. There is a danger in moving a critical patient. Because, even yes, even I agree that the hospital is better. Northwestern is better than whatever. She's at County General. You don't want to be a county anything ever. Yeah. Uh, she's at County General. Um, it's like, okay, yeah, Northwestern is better. But in the process of getting there, what, the EMTs are going to look after her? They're not doctors. So, Paige, Dr. Parker. Yes. What do you do? Are you move, Are you moving the patient or no? No, I'm not moving the patient. Well, because you saw the movie. It's, it's get- way too risky. <laughs> I yeah. mean, and also, I guess I should disclose my sister is in healthcare. So, yes, she would be like, we're not moving this patient because, like you said, there's just, if there is not a critical reason to move them, don't do it. And then, yeah, when you're moving them, there's something that's, I mean, she has an infection and it's spreading. So, it can, yeah. there could be a bump in the road, it gets worse. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm not moving her. Yeah. And so that's what, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, my, so my dad's a radiation oncologist, and so it's one of those things, like, he was talking about, like, with, especially with cancer patients, which I know she isn't, but just whatever, is, like, with someone who's very sick, it's like taking a fish from one fish tank to another, but mm-hmm. the fish is immunocompromised and could die at any moment, and, like, it's hard enough on a healthy fish to change water levels like that, so mm-hmm. it's just, like, unless you desperately need to do it because there's a specialist or a surgery or something that's only in one geographical reason, just moving someone to move someone is, is counterproductive and honestly not that uh, medically sound. Right, and but Beth was frustrated. That's Beth is Holly Hunter, um, and I also think she's a mom, too, so it's, like, of course, she's going to be like, well, this is not it. You're thinking of like the most dire situation. So, I mean, I'm not a mom, but of course, if it were my child, I'd be like, yeah, I want them to have the best. So I want to be my kid. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so and my Kumail's over inserted at this point, but at least they like him now. So it's fine. So he he one nurse tells him don't. So he's like, I trust you, unnamed character. So don't move. Don't move. Terry, it, it comes up, mind you, because Beth and Terry button heads over it because Beth's like, stop being a fucking coward, Ray Romano. Um, and he's like, oh, that's how he sounds. That's, that's yeah, what he does. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> Paige, I'll give you five bucks right now if you just do your best, best Ray Romano impression on Absolutely Mike. Absolutely not. Ten bucks. Absolutely not. No. Twenty. No, I couldn't do one. Forty. $2,000. My Venmo is not. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, coward. Uh, Garrett, I'll give you a dollar. Uh, <laughs> sounds like he's not even words. He's just. <laughs> That's like Garrett's going to be a star. Okay, drop that. <laughs> Perform. I'm in there, man. I'm in there. Oh my god! So, Kumail, like he's like, oh, uh, all right, Holly Hunter, Ray Romano, fight. Ray Romano crashes at Kumail. Oh, we didn't talk about how shitty Kumail's apartment is. Um, 
Yes. He's a man. We know that you're. A no, no, no. Garrett and I are both men and we hold ourselves to higher standards. If I, ha- I hate, like I have a very well furnished apartment and I fucking hate my, I hate it. If I had budget, you know, how fucking, you know how many hours of HGTV this ass is consumed. I would, I, I have, I don't have a Pinterest, but I have like my own like Google folder of just like aesthetics. Oh, Oh, you give me $75,000 and you just look at my fucking apartment that cost $8,000 a month. As either of you have blue sheets. No, you don't have blue sheets. Navy. Gray and like, what is this? It's like a beige. It's an off-white eggshell. I don't know. Okay. Now. I'm all white sheets. I like the flex that I can keep them clean. Okay. And not a plaid duvet. No, I don't have a duvet. It's just a comforter. Okay, oh, then. get a duvet. Get a duvet. That's gross. Duvets are just comforter condoms. Yes, exactly. But you can't you can't wash the comforter as well as you can just wash a duvet. So, like, if you're doing things in your bed, and then you need to clean your bedding, but you only do the sheets, all those memories are still on that comforter. You can so wash you can a mattress. Well, no, not the, you, no, not your mattress. Your, your uh, literal comforter, comforter. Comforter. You can wash a comforter. You can, but it's like I don't know. Whatever. It's hard on the comforter. Get a duvet cover. Be an adult. Be a man. Do better. No, my mat. There you go. Paige, you you uh, second that. I second this notion. Yes. Fuck. Final bite. Women, women, women respect the duvet cover, Bobby. It's a yeah, flex. When you get the duvet cover, like I would be washing it every Friday. That's what you do. Go to West Elm, get something nice. High thread count. Oh, shout out Aaron, uh, who I think still listens to the pod. You remember her from uh, IR? She she was like, yeah, West Elm's the spot. So, Aaron's dope. I hope she's still listening. Aaron, you're dope if you're listening. Shout out Aaron. I'll send her this episode. Um, all right. So, mind you, Kumail. While the shit was escalating, and Terry reveals that he cheated on Holly Hunter, it's like, don't cheat on Holly Hunter. She's kind of got it. Um, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, Paige, you disagree. I don't. I just think of her as Mrs. Incredible. Mrs. Incredible had it. Go- Google Mrs. Incredible Rule Thirty Four. Yes, but <laughs> it's just the. I think it's the voice, it's the accent for me that I'm like, I can't get over it. Oh, in a negative a- way. Mm-hmm. I'm pro damn near every accent. I'm not going to name names, but like there's somebody with a New York accent who's occupying too much space in my brain and my prefrontal cortex. Gary, you had a question or comment. Oh, um, oh yeah. Sorry, Paige. Okay. So guys always talk about like cartoon characters that awkwardly <laughs> were sexually attractive throughout their developmental years. Right. So yes. they'll be like uh, that. Mrs. Incredible. Chick, Mrs. Incredible. Every oh, Pixar mom. Lola Bunny. Yeah, um, funny. That one's weird to me. Kids, mom on Cartoon Network. Oh, uh, Dexter's mom. Dexter's mom. Oh. Yeah, that's a lot of fan edits. She doesn't just look like that. Okay, I didn't know if that was like. Real. So, do women have cartoon men growing up that they were like, "Oh fuck," teenage Simba, Max from Goofy? Don't throw. Okay, don't throw out things. Okay, I'll shut up. Young Hercules. Young Hercules, not Hercules when he gets back. I see it. Um, <laughs> I can diversify out of Disney. There's a theme here. Nickelodeon didn't really have any, like Arnold was not like, ooh. <laughs> Arnold had a beautiful soul. But yes, he had a nice soul and a really cool bedroom. That's so two like, out of three. Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some. Paige, how many guys have you spoken to? You don't even have to say this number out loud. How many guys have you spoken to who really like the Arctic monkeys? Because between skinny Hercules, Aladdin, and Hey Arnold, there is a pattern of the list of maybe Midwest Ebo. They know what a Wawa pedal is. Arctic monkeys, um, strokes. I would say none had that great of, like, I would say my music taste is superior to, like, any guy that I've mildly spoken to this is fast that's funny okay where are we in the movie um i don't know we've zoomed out and i enjoy it ray romano aka cheating (laughs) on beth why did i do that (laughs) i'm so stupid Uh. ma (laughs) Uh, the mom was great and everybody loves raymond but the grandma rather yeah 
There's the thing. Okay. So um it's two things what happened. One, Kumail's parents, like he he Emily's shit was getting critical. And so he was skipped like Sunday dinner. So he missed meeting the cool girl. Um, I forget her name, don't have her name. I could find it, but I don't have enough time. Um, cool girl of, of all the candidates, right? So he missed meeting her. And apparently she's like one, one of the ones that's like hard to get a hold of. Um then also uh so the parents show up at his place and be like what the fuck did you do um where we have 17 missed calls here's where he fucked up he's somebody who habitually lies to his parents all you had to say was i have a friend who's seriously in the hospital in the icu and that's why i didn't show up for sunday dinner but why would you lie be like Okay, it's just your friend. Close I mean, friend they, was they deeply seem like those kind of parents, though. Like, okay, I don't care. Well, fine, but then that's what the argument's about. But then the argument's about that. Sure. And this, but he yeah. doesn't want to lie anymore. We want to get to the. It's such a Western notion. This is such a American notion to be honest. You know, we tell you know my favorite quote, Joan Didion. We tell ourselves stories in order to live. Okay. So keep that lie going, brother. Don't or give up. What I would have done is given someone my phone and been like, pretend you're me, talk to my parents and say, I can't make it. It's also easy. Text them, say I'm not making it. Like, you really couldn't answer the phone. That's true. He could have at one point said, there's an emergency on my end. I'm sorry, I can't yeah. make it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, I'm big. People like, need to lie longer. People don't lie long enough. Like, it's like, there's a Tom Segura bit that's like, he watches the first 48 and like, if you don't catch someone the first 48 hours, the chances of you catching the murderer go down exponentially. And so someone will be like, they won't really have much evidence on the guy. And they'll be like, hey, did you kill Joe? And I'd be like, nah. And they'll be like, you sure? And he's like, oh, fuck, he got me. Yeah. And it's like, if you just lied longer, like just keep lying. And you probably would have gotten out of this because they didn't have anything. Like, Just have a lie, construct it, and then just keep lying. Mm-hmm. Is that not good advice? I'm with you. Yeah, there that's you know, man. You're a good liar. Am I? Do I think I'm a good liar? Mm-hmm. Um, my problem historically is that I'm a bad liar about shit I don't care about and a great liar about the stuff I really care about. And then sometimes I'm such a good liar that I start believing my own lie. And then it takes me a long time to unravel like, oh, fuck, no, wait, I fell for my own bit and I hate it. So that's a convoluted way of saying, yeah, kind of. Okay. Paige, how about you? Are you a good liar? How about you? I think I'm a good liar. Okay. Yeah. I told like you it's fun to be on the show. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck you. Okay. Wow. wow. I, I, I gave you your, I hired her, you know, and this is the thanks I get. Huh? Yeah. For shame. All right. All right. Fine. Parents show up and he, if this is the real conversation that I really get, I'm clapping now. I killed my drink, by the way, if you can't tell. Um, so he said the thing that every single immigrant child has ever thought. All right. He's like, y'all came to America and yet you're upset with me for having a very American experience. And I'm like, Trump. it's such a thing. Mine is like, oh, he doesn't. It's beyond like, all right, he doesn't want to do any arranged marriage people. They knew that. He was obviously not engaged with the arranged marriage people, but they did not know he does not pray. Um, he's like, yeah, when I go down to do my five times a day prayer or the times of the day when I'm supposed to be praying, I just go down there and I play on my phone for five-ish minutes. And it's like, why are you so mad? And it's like, yeah, I'm in love with a white woman. <sighs> Mind you, love is love. I can't marry a white woman. And I told Garrett the about this. fear is falling in love with a white woman. That's not my biggest fear. Biggest fears are dying alone and dying poor and birds and heights. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So white woman's at least seventh on the list. Um, yeah. But yeah. So he's because like you said, that's what I was annoyed with him. It's like there's a benefit to your family being on board with the marriage. So you take that. If you look at the entire book or the entire cigar box of candidates, you think not a single one is worth a second date. You're an asshole. That's 40 plus women. Yeah. So fine. He tells him the truth. That's a mistake. His mother disowns him. That's what I thought would happen to me in my life. So I was like, yep, you dumbass. Um, 
but he he keeps going and then like he has an audition for the mind you while he's doing his comedy shit uh montreal comedy festival because everyone knows the french are funny um and (laughs) they're canadian friends so it's different um we we in canada by the way, it was fucking it was fucking Bo Burnham and uh yeah. A.D. Bryant. So I was like, oh, doesn't fun. he have a writing credit on this movie? Bo probably. He's dope. He's, he he's, doesn't. He probably did. He's a multi-hyphenate, you know? And so right before he goes on stage for his last bit to, to get the Montreal Comedy Film Festival set, uh, he learns that the infection has reached her heart. For those of us who are unlike me, Paige and Garrett, who have not watched ER or House. Or have a sister who's a phlebotomist or a daughter. <laughs> Say it again. Perfusionist. Uh, what's, what's that? Uh-huh. Uh, all right. So for those of us not like us in in the know, the heart is not where you want an infection. Heart's very important. Heart. No. Yeah. 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 You like the heart. Garrett concurs. Paige, you concur? No. Got to keep it beating. Yeah. Yeah. So it's essential even. So no. he goes on stage and he does the opposite of comedy. <laughs> he pulls a oh, Garrett. <laughs> oh, yeah. honestly, big facts, big facts. And he cries on stage. Yeah. And his yeah. set is absolutely bombs. just terrible. And at first you think it's going to be one of those things like, wow, that was so brave comedy. And it's like, no, he, there was no, he didn't throw a joke in because he, he could have, if he had the juice, he could have killed it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you pull a you pull a Hannah Gatsby, you know. You you give him a Nanette. You, you, you pull a end of list. Um, yeah, but the part where he takes something hella serious, and like, you, but you also have some jokes for it. He didn't have any jokes because he just found out ten seconds ago. Yeah. Um, and that's also when he realizes, like, oh, I I love her, and it's like, oh, I think he says it, doesn't he? Mm, does he say it then? No, oh, he definitely said it's it while like she was it. under. Yeah. 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 Right. But good news. Turn. This isn't a sad movie. Um, Camille had earlier mentioned that Emily had hurt her ankle and it was slow to heal. And we saw that happen in the movie. And the doctors realized she doesn't have an infection, but she has adult onset stills disease. Right. So AOSD, it's a rare systemic uh, auto-inflammatory disease, right? You've got a lot of fevers, joint pain, uh, salmon-colored bumpy rash. I'm not reading from Wikipedia. I just know this. Um, you know, talk to your rheumatologist. Um, so it's serious, but it's treatable. Paige, what do you know about Stills disease as a, as a fellow medical professional? I do not know much. Um, You're not ready for rounds. I'm not ready for rounds. Definitely when, because I'm trying to think. I did find the ankle when she first sprained it at the grocery store, she was like limping pretty bad. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't like, you know, go to a minute clinic type thing. Like Mm. at least go see it treated a little, but then I was like, okay, did she just like magically heal or was the ankle still in pain? Cause that's actually never addressed too. Yeah. That's my thing. I'm like, Oh, I wonder if it did go away. Um, and like, I guess maybe with a condition, it might be explained in there of like, yeah, you have pain, but like, it's, it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause Garrett, you've watched enough house. You see somebody limping earlier. You're like, Oh, that's probably the whole fucking thing right there. <laughs> this is the key to everything. Yeah, and it, it was, was. The, the whole time. Mm-hmm. So let's just pop some bike it in and get out of here. Uh, so yeah, it's serious, treatable. She wakes up from her coma and the parents are there and she's all happy. Her parents are here. Kumail's like, hey. And she's like, yeah, no, still fuck you. Fuck yeah, you, fuck yeah. you, fuck you. Yeah. Like, uh, fuck you. Yeah. But I will say they were realistic. She looked terrible. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> I, mean, like, I will say, like in other movies, they make you look like, you know, like everything's you know, good. Under eye bags. Well, I just love, like, if you ever, like, I was dragged to too many of those fucking young adult movies that were like uh, right after Twilight, where it was like the Hunger Games. What was that one with? Um, they're in a maze. Maze, maze runner. runner. That sort of shit, where it's like it's the end times or like an apocalyptic teen, whatever. And like someone will be like supposed to have been like out in the wilderness for days on end, and all the girls have like perfectly done fucking makeup, and it's just like, bitch, this is not what you would look like even close. 
and they did not give her that treatment. They gave her coma face. It was like, hey, did you yeah. just come out of a coma? Congratulations. You, you're going to look like it. We're not giving you the Julia Roberts treatment. You're getting the and full like coma. The sweaty, you know, your hair is sticking. To the yeah, face. yeah. Like, the baby hairs are just, just yeah. plastered and laminated to the forehead. Somebody's so going for a shower. <laughs> she does so so she's mind you also it hurt hella hard because yeah. whatever they gave her while she's waking up but maybe it's the painkillers she's like yeah so she's gonna be just hella honest real quick uh for the next maybe 20 12 hours and so when she seals Camille and they're alone in the room it's like no i don't like you when i look at you it just makes me sad and so it's like and the, the medical professional's like yeah everything she says right now she hella fucking means it's like oh fuck be really really honest actually when i came out of surgery i was screaming jesus christ and i was like the nurse was being really helpful but i was complaining to my mom and my sister i was like she's too loud like and she could definitely hear me so it, it yeah because you yelled at Paige. serum also you. the irony by the way how are you going to yell at her for being too loud when you're screaming yeah i know and yeah, then they're like because. yeah mm. That's when they accidentally smother you with the pillows. Be careful <laughs> for that. Yeah. You'll love me. Yeah. So what happens next, Paige? Um, she comes out of the coma. Camille leaves because, or no, he actually talks to the mom, Beth, first. And he's like, yeah, I think I should go. And she's like, you know, I really do appreciate you. I enjoy you. Maybe give her some time, et cetera. Um, yeah, and then he leaves the hospital, and he's pretty sad. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, from her, because from her perspective, nothing changed. When she went to sleep, she hated him. She wakes yeah. up, still, still hates him. him, still hates him. Yeah, because she wasn't cognizant for him being in the hospital for what seemed like I might estimate like a week and a half. Um, so, Camille and Bo Burnham and Adi Brandt, like, hey, want to move to New York? And like, Adi will go on SNL, and Bo Burnham will do like a really sad like pandemic comedy special. Um, he says yes. And he agreed. He's Bo Burnham said a week. That was some bullshit. It was a month. It was at least a month. Because in the in between time, Camille shows up at family Sunday family dinners. Like, hey, I refuse to let you uh, exile me from the family. Which I don't know if it works like that. Um, Emily discovers a video on YouTube of Camille's disastrous like stand up uh, bit where he's like, "I'm hella sad because a woman I love is in the hospital." And everyone's like, "Boo, pussy, boo." Yeah, bad comedy. No one cares. Yeah, no one cares. Say again. It touches her heart because she's like, oh, man, he really bombed. He loved Oh, him. yeah, no, that was great. But the important thing to note, everyone listening to this podcast, the universe doesn't care about your feelings. All right. Yeah. The easiest way to stay lonely is to look lonely. Act like everything is OK at all times. That's that's from Garrett and me. Garrett, can I get a cosign? Um, kind of, but I've probably emotion- emotionally manipulated my way into a couple situations via the sad train so i can't 100 good faith say that oh yeah people come out the woodworks to support garrett in his time of need i'm like bitch welcome to oh, the i don't show. mean that uh, i don't mean like friends i mean like in other ways you you oh. sad yourself in the pussy i yeah i'm not proud of myself <laughs> if it makes you feel any better garrett me neither um proud of me or proud of yourself oh you oh, fuck <laughs> I'm trying, man. The quickest way to get over someone is to get under multiple people. That's the phrase. Tangent. Paige will love this. Uh, she'll hate this. Uh, Garrett made a sad boy playlist because he's a sad boy, as evidenced by everything. Everything. Sad about boy B O I. That's how he spelt it, but. Boy. <laughs> boy. Sad boy. Okay, Mario. And so he sent it to me. He's like, oh, it's a collaborative playlist. I was like, oh, yeah, he's dealing with something. We should give him, we should give Garrett Fargo, Dennis Balliet, uh the time to properly grieve. So I put actual sad songs in there. I put Jolene by Dolly Parton. I put Silver Springs by Fleetwood Mac. Meanwhile, all his shit was future. He's like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to disregard women and acquire no, currency. No, no, no. That's, <laughs> that's like how to get, like how Stella got her groove back. Like how Garrett gets his groove back. Those are two separate playlists. But they don't make they don't make me like happy though. Like when I'm happy, I don't listen to future. When I'm in a bad place, I listen to future. When I want to like when I'm like 
praying to the toxic masculinity gods for strength. You know, I'm like, what would future do, you know? Mm-hmm. And then um, I just have sex with someone's wife. And that's all I've learned from few. I've never done that. It's just a But I just mean like, you know, that's that's the energy that he channels. You know, he, he teaches you. I think you need to put on a fur coat and look in your mirror. He doesn't have fur. I know, and but I have 14 mirrors. Sunglasses. He does. And listen to future. If yeah. That's- I think oh, we're encouraging the future behavior our, page. Our playlist is hysterical <laughs> because it'll be like future St. John. Um, oh, what else? We got like Drake, whatever the fuck, like generic shit. Yeah. And then Boca will have like Dolly Parton, Fleetwood Mac, Elton John, the soundtrack to Cats. Like it's just like fucking memories. Like, yeah. Da, da. yeah. I mean, it's, it's a wild listen. Good for you from Olivia. Yeah. I can't. The sad boy playlist is not sad. We're getting pulled in different directions. Okay, you put you put some sad on there. You put tra- "Fast Car" by Tracy Chapman. I was in a bad. I was down bad. I was. Yeah, that was a bad moment in my life. I, I love that shit. I, I would I know, love to contribute to this playlist. I'll send it. Let's to you. throw her in. Throw her in. Or send my sad girl playlist. Oh, you already have one. Yeah, a hundred percent. You've been a sad girl. You're too young to be a sad girl. Life's Don't bright, do hopeful. that. Don't. Get, I have keeps... crow's feet. I have crow's feet. Barely, if, if at I all. I smile every once in a while, a crease appears. <laughs> well, don't smile. That's the key. Honestly, I'm going to look so much younger via being sad. Oh, my God. All right. Wait, so back to the movie so we can finish the shit up. Um, so Emily discovers YouTube Camille's uh, disastrous audition on YouTube where he's talking about his feelings for her. Um, and before she she shows up to his one his revised, revitalized one-man show, where before he was just talking about, here's the agricultural exports of Pakistan. And now he's like, so here's what it was like being a child to parents who don't understand you. Fine. Before he, she can say that, hey, I saw your video, he tells her that, uh, hey, I moved to New York. So she just is like, because she was unwilling to put herself out there. That it is takes quite the kink <laughs> in the plan. Right. That kind of kink. Uh, there you go. It's like, who's into that? Page, no, 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 yeah, your tears. Okay, uh, so that happens, and he goes, he does move to New York, and his parents visit, and the dad gives him some uh mutton biryani, um, because it's like they're going to get over it, it's clear they're going to get over it, even though the mother imagine your mother saying to your face, You're not my child, that's what she did, yeah, that's he was being selfish and non communicative, but I mean. Just say that to your kid. Come on. Come on. Listen, why do you think you I stay as the month in your womb? That's why I maintain my status as the good child. Okay. It's my great auntie's birthday today. That's probably call. All right. After Halloween, we got a Catholic feast day. I'll call my grandma in Nigeria. And then I'm rem- remembered in the will. I'm not doing it for the will. Cause also I don't think we have shit, but um, you know, it's good to be the favorite. It is. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> she's like gang shit. Yeah, gang gang. Garrett, you're an only child. Gang gang. Okay. Only um, child, gang gang. I don't think I knew this. Yeah, Garrett. But anyway, wasn't okay. that obvious? Okay. Uh, hey. <laughs> now, uh, see, you're you're back. Yeah, kill that whiskey. Laugh at my jokes. We got old Garrett back. I just had three fingers to whiskey. Uh, like it's fucking three in the afternoon. We call that a fisting. So. uh Kamel is in Paige. Do you hate being on this show? <laughs> yes, this experience is. Wait, wait. The more so, longer it goes, the worse it gets. Serious <laughs> question. Jesus Christ. Have you listened? Oh, never mind. Have you listened to any of our past episodes? I have, yeah. So you know that you knew what the yeah. was. So yes, I knew. I knew what I was signing up for. 100%. Okay. This is really a you problem. Yeah. Yeah. This is okay. on you. You did this. You did this. Uh, Mm. All right, so uh, Kamel goes to New York and he performs, and he's heckled in the crowd. Paige, who heckled him? The love of his life. Ah. Say, the love of his children. Soon. But soon. Does he have um, kids? I, don't, I don't think they have kids, actually. Yeah, I'm on well, I'm not sure. Obviously, we would have to Wikipedia that right now, but mm-hmm. the love of his life, his wife. Emily my thing was like I didn't love the bit at the end when it's like oh you shouldn't heckle people like it was like the same conversation it's so obvious they know each other 
Yeah. yeah. So I think it could have been more of like just the, oh, are you like, you're from out of town? Like, are you here to see someone? It's like, yeah, I saw it. Like they could, I think yeah. that line was fine, mm-hmm. but like the whole let's revisit the past was. No let's good. do a callback. Yeah. 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 It, was, it was nice though. All right. So. Um, yeah, and that's the movie ends, and she came out there to see somebody, and somebody is him. It's like, okay, and we know, because we know this is real life, like, we're gonna, yeah, this is the your future. Yeah. And it was nice. Aww. Garrett, didn't this, didn't this warm the cockles of your cold and unbeating heart? No. Not, this one, did, you didn't feel any tingles? No, nothing tingled. My only, again, it's just comes back to my, my thing. If I can't picture, like, I, I felt the chemistry between the parents and him. Mm. I felt zero chemistry, frigid chemistry. Uh, uh, me trying to take chemistry in college before switching out of the class five weeks in because I realized I couldn't pass it. Chemistry between the two of them. Where it's just like, I don't care how well you write this. I don't care how hard you try. I can't picture the two of you in bed, holding hands, dating, going on a date. It just had nothing. It had it, that. That was my biggest problem. It's such a good movie structurally. It's probably like a nine out of ten, like from what it did. But like the two of them could give a fuck. Yeah. And that's why they don't really use them. Like she's in the first twenty minutes of the movie. She's in the last twenty minutes of the movie. But like this is Ray Romano and Mrs. Ray Romano falling in love with uh, Kumel and him falling in love with them, and that's the whole movie. Also tangent, and this is stupid, but. Kumel's also in the Immortals, where he put on like forty pounds of muscle and got to single digit yeah, body fat. Yeah, I would say we need to put some respect on his name because he's the newly ripped. Well, I guess it's not new yes. information. But this young man is forty four and sauced to the gills, and is out here being like, "I ate chicken breast, breast and brown rice." I'm like, "Bitch, I've been doing that since I was nineteen. You are peeled and middle age, and you put on forty pounds of lean tissue, and your skull changed shape." Your, your chiseled ass face. You haven't lived a weight in, a, in your fucking life other than maybe a venti macchiato up until you were 42 years old. And now we can grate cheese on you. Fuck out of here. Every time there's a ripped man in a movie, he does this. <laughs> well, no, if they said, hey, I took steroids, I'd be like, dope. Honestly, dope. That's, nope. You still work your ass well, off. Don't, also, Garrett, also, dope shouldn't, dope, dope shouldn't like, be your answer. <laughs> No, no, because you're being honest. That's fine. You worked your ass off and you took some shit. It'd be like Pamela Anderson being like, these are mine. It's like, they're not. They're not. I could dribble them. I know they bounce. We could throw you into the ocean. I know you float. That's fine. We ain't got to lie, Craig. Okay. 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 We need to finish up both because I have to pee and I have to go somewhere. All right. So uh, what? I have to urinate and travel on Boca. Don't we all? (laughs) Nah, bro. From time to time. Okay. Paige, who did you love in this movie? What did I love the most? Um, Camille. Oh. Choice. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely got a lot of laughs from him. He's yeah. Great. Okay. So you, you liked uh, Camille. Garrett, who'd you love? Uh, the parents. They were dope. Mm-hmm. Um, they were eight tenths of the movie. They're the heart of the movie. I think he's going to date her and then realize he might have just loved the family. Well, that's still a plus because you deal with the family forever. He's not moving to North Carolina is the problem. Yeah, but you're not going to want to like marry the, like you want to marry into the family, but I'm not sure if she's his girl. You know, mm-hmm. I know in real life they get married, but no. I'm not. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Uh, this movie is such clear uh, spiritual pairing. This The double header is the big sick and while you were sleeping. Oh, yeah. I liked while mm-hmm. you were sleeping way better than this. While you're sleeping was good. I love me some peak Sandra Bullock. And they yeah. had good chemistry. But this was very good too. All right. Um, but yeah, who did I love? I this made me realize I love Holly Hunter. Yeah. I've I've said I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. I don't trust white women. However, uh like Holly Hunter and uh I already said Francis, not Francis McDormand, but then also fucking um what's her face? She did wicked Kristen Chenoweth. There's a there's a fucking thing. Small I think that women. That might be a thing. That might be a subset. That's off to the side. I'm putting it putting it over there. But yeah, yeah, I'm like so so. Kudos to this movie for making me learn about myself. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like your white, small and Aryan looking. That's concerning. My wait. Uh, Do you say my wife's? No. Do you say wife's or whites? Your whites. Oh, I mean, yeah. If it's if I have to. 
Boca, choose your white person. It's like, yeah, I'm going to pick uh, the Holly Hunter Christian channel with Francis McDormand. That's, I, I can stand it, that truth. Player yeah. one, pick your white. <laughs> New Smash Bros. <laughs> Holly New Hunter's white enter the fray. The battle. <laughs> Hells yeah, found destination, no items. Holly Hunter Christian channel with us go. Somebody mod that. Yeah. Um, do they last? They do because it's based on a real life story, but like these two actual characters in this movie, nah, bro. Nah. Mm. Nah. In the movie, I think they last. Okay, in the movie, uh, I like you're bitter. I am. Bitter's I cruel. I mean, I say that all the time. So, Paige, do you think they last? You know what? I feel like there's going to have to be an intro to the family and I feel like there's going to be some argument and in the movie, I don't see it ending up them together. But of course, based on the true story, we know that they do. That, that makes it a little easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Last question. Rate this movie from a scale 1 to 10. So it is a 9, but I enjoyed it a 7. <sighs> So, so we'll say eight for you. We can say it. It still feels wrong, but we can say it. I think the first time I watched it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, definitely a 10. Yeah. Second time around, 10. now like, yeah. I think it was because I was just like, shut off everything, only watch the movie. My first time seeing it, so I was like overwhelmed by the experience, and I think I hyped it up in my head, so I was just like riding on that train. So the first time around, a 10. This time, I'd say like eight and a half. I gave it a nine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nine and 10. This warm cockles of my heart. I really also, yeah, I didn't mention her when the, who I love. I did love Emily. I thought she was uh, adorable. So yeah. Yeah. I liked her. You I don't know. She spent enough time with her. She reminds me of all the girls are quiet in high school, but then like got like either some hotspot or some ass or both. And then like had something going. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she had that goth thing. So Ugh. I mean, that's that's fair. That was ref- that was reflexive. That was even a bit. I just you know, <laughs> anti that. But yeah, but yeah. So like overall, I was like, okay, I like you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That is our movie. Paige, look at this camera. Look at that camera. Look at that camera. What do you want to plug? Do you want followers? Plug your ear. Like I don't want anyone to know I was on this. No. What are you working on? What's your I'm hobby? I'm on this podcast. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean Paige L. Parker. That's me. Hey, Joe Parker on Instagram. You can find us at Podcast Bromance, Twitter, Instagram. Find me at Boca Boca, Twitter, Instagram. Find Garrett on Instagram as GD Ballet. That's two L's, two T's. Um, be sure to like and subscribe, leave a review, click the little bell if you're on Spotify so you can be subscribed to this podcast, be notified when we put out new episodes. We tend to do Mondays. Next week, season finale. Paige gets the movie. You don't know the movie. We're doing Easy A. <gasps> I love that movie too. That's a good right? one. Right? Right? That's next week. That's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone just uh, pray for Garrett. Some mere thoughts bad. in your prayers, man. Yeah, Pretend but, I'm like a national tragedy and do nothing to help me, but just say thoughts. Light a candle in really your window bad. for Garrett. Yeah, for play Garrett, yelp. Actually, yeah, do do something, man. Yeah, Garrett, we'll we'll, we'll get you. We'll get you. Uh, you know what? This is growth. You know, man, man cannot change without pain because we are both the marble and the sculptor. Remember that. Man, Somebody said that. Someone said that, man. Okay. That person sucks. He was probably ancient Greek, so now you feel yeah. silly, don't you? Yeah, I probably fucking got married at 12, died at 28. Wrote some words. Live fast, die young. Bad bitches do it well. Yeah, well, drive fast. Not drive fast Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.